It's a jam-packed Thursday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, everybody. We're continuing our breakdown of the top five underrated players at every single position in the NHL. We got big-time bets and a big-time guest to talk all the fantasy news on the right-wing side of things. Thank you for joining us. Let's get this money, everybody. You're Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fantasy fanatics, hockey heads, and degenerate gamblers, unite and stand up. Your show is back on the air. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steel Roden. It's your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. Thank you for making us your first listen Every single day, today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Steel, another big-time guest. We're switching things up. We're doing day-to-day countdowns. I love the underrated angle. We're going positionally. Left wing was yesterday, right wing is today. We have our friend Blake Creamer on. He's going to hit us with some of his fantasy takes, co-host of, or option. You know, he's a top option for that Apples and Genos podcast. He does his own fantasy podcast. We're going to give him his shot to plug the show. And you know we got big time bets for a juicy. Let me check the number. Nine game Thursday board steal. Hey. I'm excited to talk this underrated list. You were getting a little bit of heat about your list (laughs) positionally. I hope you're getting a little tighter with that today. But, yeah, man, I always love the countdowns, and I'm excited to have another big guest on. Yeah, you know, that's why you're here as well. You're you're holding me down. You're making sure my lists are proper. A little bit debatable with the left-wing positions yesterday, but I'm excited to get Blake on here. I've talked to him a couple times on his podcast. He's a great guy to talk to. Knows exactly what he's talking about. Very insightful folk. So let's get him on the podcast and let's see what his top five underrated right wingers are as well. Here he is. We're here. We're back. Thanks for staying tuned with the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. Like we said, special guest for today's episode, the one and only Blake Creamer, host of the Fantasy NHL Today podcast, a sports ethos production a regular on Apples and Genos. He's been kind enough to have me on his podcast a couple of times, had some great conversations, very insightful. So thanks, Blake, for joining us for today's episode, talking about some underrated right-wingers, top five underrated right-wingers. And before we jump into today's topic, I just wanted to you know give you the spotlight right now, let everyone out there share where they can find your content, all your socials, so they can be aware of where your hot content is coming from as well. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, first off, thanks a lot, Flip and Steel, for having me. This is awesome. This is an honor. Uh, I'm a fan of your show. All right, been listening for a little while, so way to go. You guys are killing it. You guys are grinding your brains out, all right, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can, you can find me on Twitter. Yeah. Just, uh, at Blake creamer S E please go follow. All right, please come on. And then, uh, yeah, so I do, uh, 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 podcast called fantasy NHL today. I do that, uh, three times a week, two to three times a week as best I can, you know, got a couple young kids that are taking up my time. So, you mm-hmm. know, 
got to, you know, get the biz there. But um, yeah, I do that. And then every Sunday night, I do a podcast uh, with um, Apples and Geno's Fantasy Pop Podcast. So I do that Sunday night with Nate Gruten-Niblick. Um, he's a, one, one of the content uh, contributors for Yahoo Fantasy. So um, yeah, it's awesome. I'm just loving fantasy hockey. I, I got a bad addiction and I, I just, uh, I got to get it out. You know what I'm talking about? There's no bad addictions on this show, my friend. We're all just here for each other to support those addictions and hopefully translate those into some money. That's why we have Blake on the show today. We're taking a look at some of these under-the-radar, underrated right-wingers. And trust me, we're going to get to those big-time bets as well, people. But, Blake, we have you on. I love your content on the Apples and Geno's podcast. Shout-out to what you're doing on your own show. Make sure you go check out Blake across Twitter. But enough of the pleasantries. I, we have you on here. I want to hear. I want to pick your brain. The listeners want to know who you're looking at. Underrated right wingers. I got four or five guys, but I'm going to keep my list short because I want to hear what you have to say. Hit me with who you're looking at at the five spot. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, yeah, right wing first off has been, um, as you guys remember, just during draft season, it's uh, it was pretty scarce position. So right wing is something I looked at during draft season quite a bit, just seeing where I can, you know, get some of the good guys before they sort of fall away. Right. Um, so yeah, this is kind of what shook out here. So my number five is Lawson Kraus of the Arizona coyotes. Interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I was looking for some guys that maybe weren't as obvious. So, you know, he, he's no, my sure. pick. So there you go. He's, he's oh, 13%. Yeah. He's 13% owned on Yahoo. He's, he's technically a left winger. So it's a little cheesy. He's left wing, right wing eligible <laughs> on Yahoo. So, you know, just uh, just take it with a grain of salt, okay? But you know he's uh, he's he's been doing pretty good. So before he got injured, he's right now he's he's missed the last four games with a he's day to day with a an upper body injury. But prior to that, he had five points in his last four games. Awesome, you know. So he's got twenty seven points on the season, uh, and he's played forty three games. So that's sixteen goals, eleven assists, uh, but only three points on the power play. So he's not giving you really anything there. Although he is getting some power play time, he's just not doing much with it. So he basically um, he's a second line player with Arizona, but what makes him valuable to me is he bangs. All right. This, mm. this man, he just, you know, he's got some anger issues. He's out there crushing people. All right. It's he's true. already got, yeah, he's already got in 43 games. He's got over a hundred hits. What are you doing? My guy. So, you know, and, and he, He's had over 200 hits uh, in previous seasons. So that's the kind of player you're looking at here. So, I mean, mm -hmm. definitely we're talking in category leagues. This guy is a beauty. Points leagues, mm -hmm. you know, you could probably, you know, maybe stream him in if, if Arizona has a good schedule. But um, he kind of profiles as a fourth liner that has some offensive skill. And now yeah. he's getting the opportunity to showcase that skill. So kind of think along the lines of like Scott Lawton, right? Mm. Guys like that, you know, he's he's – He's that kind of player. You know, he's not really getting anything done on the power play. Like I said, he's, he's power play too, but his deployment is really strong. Five one five. He's playing with uh, Nick Bjugstad and uh, the golden boy, Dylan Genther. Gunther, however you say that. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Gunther. So hey, this is why I already appreciate having Blake on because Steele yeah. was on here on this under the radar, <laughs> underrated list, naming off all stars yesterday. William Nylander's underrated. I had to let the man I go. Had to show him some love. Here you are highlighting an actual under the radar player. There's a lot of guys to get to. So Steele, hit me with very quickly who you have at the five spot. I'm going to keep all of my breakdowns short and sweet because yeah. I can already have a feeling we might be getting long in the tooth for today's episode. 
but I already appreciate Blake's analysis because also Lawson Krause is a very good keeper dynasty piece. He does chip in with the goals. He plays with that edge pims. He comes in with definitely a banger league beauty steal. Who's at your number five spot before I spout off at the mouth for a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, you guys might have to hold me down just a little bit for today's episode. Oh, not again. <laughs> hey, not, I, I'm doing my best out here. I only have one tin here, under- pal. Like, hold it down. I'm going to try to do so. I'm going to try to do so. But I'm starting off with Tyler Toffoli at the number one, at, at number five spot for me of the Calgary Flames. I think okay. he goes very undervalued and underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, You know, typically, Tyler Toffoli drafted around round 12, round 15, which in my opinion is a little bit later in the draft where he should be going. I think he should be going as Mm. high as maybe 10, 11. But if you can get him at 12 and 15, it's an absolute steal because he's a consistent 45, 50-point player every single season since he's Mm. been in the NHL. 17 goals, 40 points in 48 games this year. He's 18 points away from blowing his career high out of the water, which is 58 points. So you know, he's 30 years old now. He's not the same type of player. He's a little bit slower. He doesn't hit as much anymore, but he's still producing offensively. And I think it's the awareness uh, of where he is on the ice, finding those open areas with who he's playing with, whether he's on the third line, second line, or first line, you know, he he gets bumped down and up the lineup quite a bit, but no matter who he's playing with, it's the awareness for me that is setting him apart right now. Like I said, 40 points in 48 games, and he's going to blow his career high at 58 out of the out of the water park uh, at the end of the season. So I think the Calgary Flames also at the same time are kind of figuring their chemistry out and clicking that they weren't at the beginning of the season. So that's the guy I have at number five. But we're going to see what your reactions will be for the rest of my players. I don't hate the Tyler Toffoli angle at all. Also, how bad the Calgary Flames have been. His numbers are actually pretty solid, and I mentioned it yeah. yesterday. Plus minus is not very a great a good stat of how – solid a player has necessarily been playing but when the calgary flames are what the calgary flames have been into foley's at plus five and scoring what he's doing at only 16 minutes a game in ice time it's impressive my number five guy and you're going to get no explanation from me because then i'm just going to hit my fourth right away before i pass it back <laughs> to blake for his adrian kempe is a player sneaking up the roster yeah. in la and he's starting to really score goals and again i talk about this east coast west coast coverage if you're an east coast fan which a lot of the media and a lot of the popular attention comes from the east coast you miss out on these la kings games and you know the kopitars of the world you know the drew Doughty's of the world if you're dedicated sean Dursey's and whatnot Adrian Kempe, 19 goals this season. Very nasty. I said you weren't going to get a preamble, but you got one anyway. 32 (laughs) points in 50 games. He deserves some love on the left wing spot. And maybe the most underrated on this list, but not the best in my opinion. Has anyone ever shown any love to Troy Troy Terry ever? Troy Terry is getting it done again on a bad team. And again, outside of dedicated fantasy circles, Steele. And Blake, I'm excited for your take for your next guy and for Troy Terry. 13 goals, 28 assists, and 41 points for 48 games this season. Back-to-back really good years. It's time to start showing some respect to Troy Terry's game, especially given what he has around him in Anaheim. Very underrated left winger. Flip, steal. You guys got to get out of my head. All right? (laughs) Thank you. Hey, this is good. If we're covering the same players, Uh, we're, we're shaving minutes here. All right, there you go. Yeah, and then, so Tyler Toffoli's, Toffoli's my number four, and uh, Troy Bang. Terry's actually my number two. Bang. So 
Love yeah. it. Love this. So, yeah, I love those players. I, I think, and, and I love Kempe too. I didn't put him on here, but um, Kempe's killing it. I've got him on a couple teams as well. Me too. I think Kemp, Kempe and Toffoli kind of profiled as the same type of player, like more yeah, more point. goals than assists, right? Um, but but I think, yeah, Kempe's team is going a little better right now. Um, my thing mm. with Toffoli, um, a great point you made, Flip, about just Calgary's play in general. And Toffoli's been maintaining sort of his, his play. And like you mm. said, um, you know, he's going to... Um, you know, he's going to blast some, his his career high out of the water, right? So if Calgary starts playing a little better, Toffoli's mm-hmm. probably going to come along with that, right? So I like that pick a lot. And then Troy Terry, I'll just talk on him really quick. Um, yeah, this guy gets no love whatsoever. But, um, you know, 41 points in 48 games. It, just players on Anaheim. There, A lot of people stay away exactly. from teams that are bottom dwellers, right? And to me, Troy Terry is a guy, even in the advanced stats that I like to look at, Troy Terry, his his stats hold up, you know, uh, and it, uh, it's equaling stats on the ice too. seven points in his last five games. Um, I actually had an interesting stat I saw on Twitter today. I thought I'd share with you guys. Um, Troy Terry is second in the league in end to end rushes, like uh, just b- behind McDavid. Weird guys, stuff. this is why you got to go out and check out Blake across all platforms. You find your favorite content at Apples and Genos and at his own Twitter account at Blake Creamer SE because he's bringing that fire. I appreciate that, Blake. You're on point. You got the Raptors cap on, my friend. I'm feeling this love and I'm feeling your take steal. You know how hyped up right now we are, though, about our new sponsorship with FanDuel. FanDuel is the number one sports book in America. And we're really excited about this new sponsorship. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. They're the number one sportsbook in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 free in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just go over to FanDuel.com slash locked on. To sign up, FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to the point spreads to the player props like Steele and I do for the NHL boards. You can find it all at FanDuel. Plus, you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay, which is also extra spicy depending on what you're wagering on. So make sure you hit up FanDuel today. And speaking of which, the app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet for $150 in free bets. Win or lose at FanDuel.com. Slash locked on. Make every moment more at FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget we are free and available on your favorite podcast platforms, including YouTube. So hit the subscribe, hit the follow button, and thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with our special guest, Blake Creamer. Again, go hit up his socials and his, you know, his podcast, Fantasy NHL Today as well. He's very insightful. He knows what he's talking about. Sports ethos, abs- baby. He's absolutely dominating Flip and I in the fantasy hockey pool, right? Or the There's not enough time in the episode, Steel, and some <laughs> of us are not doing as well as others. So we're not going to, we're going to omit that part of the I, show. I Thank you very show- much. Who else do you have on your list? <laughs> I had to show Blake some love because he is crushing it right now in the fantasy Must be league, nice to be Blake. I'll, I'll go with number four right now. And maybe maybe this is just me, but I'm looking at Patrick Lyon, who doesn't get enough credit and enough love right now. And I think for, do, okay. for certain reasons, and obviously it's the injury concern. You know, I've seen him over the last few years go down, fall down, fall down in the draft boards, round five, round six, round seven. The same way I 
the same way I saw Jack Eichel fall in draft boards as well, because everyone was afraid of the injury concern. How is he going to play coming back from the injury or, you know, the injury history that he has. So I'm going to try to show some, some Patrick line, some love, some love here. I know he's on your fantasy team flip, um, but he deserves the recognition. 56 points in 56 (laughs) points in 56 games last year, point per game. But, you know, look at this season. He's already missed 15 games. He missed 26 games last year. And he's just been dealt a very tough card his entire NHL career. Started That's with true. Winnipeg. Started with Winnipeg. Didn't want to be there. Gets traded to Columbus. He's got John Tortorella as a coach. An absolute bona fide scrub. And then he gets injured and injured and injured. So he's had some bad cards dealt for him. But hopefully he turns it around. And I just wanted to show Patrick Liney some love. Because he is, in my opinion, underrated. His second overall pick. In my opinion, this is a bold take, Steel. I don't hate it, hate it. Like, I'm not ready to spout off here at the hip like I tend to do sometimes. You know, we have a guest here on the show. I got to keep it legit here. Patrick Laine is properly rated, in my opinion. And the book is out on his injury status. He's a bit made of glass. I think people know this in the fantasy realm. When he's healthy, sure, I don't mind him on this list. But he's just not proven to be. But like I said, Very quickly, my third guy, I'll flip it over to Blake in a sec. I got to talk. If we're talking right wing steel, I can't come on here and not talk about my boy Drizzy Drake Batherson. Someone needs to throw some respect on his name as well because he is a nasty player and he's not even close to scratching the surface of his talent or ability. And there's been a lot of roadblocks in Ottawa this season. And my man still has 40 points, six, 14 goals, 26 assists. He can fly. He can skate. He's playing more minutes. No one really talks about Batherson this year because of how good Claude Giroux, even Brady Kachuk, even a disappointing season, Tim Stutzla, a step out season under the radar for me, Drake Batherson and a huge piece of Ottawa's future. When you look at the plus minus though, plus 30, minus 32, it's ugly. I get it, but he's a favorite player of mine and I can't come on this list because of his potential right now. Also, he's getting rushes on the third line. That's not how to utilize this player. And he is an 80, even 90 point player. In my opinion, at his ceiling, lots of come up for a fourth round player who needs a lot more respect on his name. Steel. actually Blake. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I agree with all, all your takes so far. Um, just a just a quick thing on line A there. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not sure that he's underrated, but he's certainly underperforming. And what I think, um, just Bang. moving forward with, with line A, I think what you're talking about, Steele, is going to equal some value come draft season next year. Yeah, right? because mm, line A, excellent. Yeah, he, yes, he is. He is uh, injury prone, but excellent. that's not something we can predict in fantasy, right? I personally don't draft based on those type of things. I draft the best player that fills kind of a need because you can't, mm. you can't predict injuries, right? So okay. if you're thinking about injuries, you might miss out on a player like Lani could come back and play all 82 games next season, 50 goals, yeah. 90 points, you know, with all those crazy perifs and shots and all that. So anyways, that's my take on Lani. Um, let's get the biz. Let's get into my number three pick. It's Please. Brandon Hagel. All right. Okay. Yeah. That, that beauty on the T Bay lightning. All right. This guy's awesome. Um, 40 points in 46 games, you know, that that's awesome. Nine power play points. All right. He, he spent a lot of time this season so far up on the top line. Uh, right now he's uh, on the second line with Kalorn and Anthony Sorelli, but he's still getting uh, first line power play deployment. And that's the key right there. Yeah. That's yeah. why this guy is, he's just crushing right now. And his minutes are still good. He's still like, you know, 18 to 20 minutes a night. That's excellent. And he's on a 71 point pace. 
I don't know if anyone saw this coming, right? I know if you just think about the Blackhawks last season and kind of how ticked off, you know, Kane and Taves were when they traded this guy, um, you know, he didn't really, it didn't really materialize last year with Tampa Bay, but this year he's getting the opportunity. And I think, you know, he's 66% rostered on Yahoo. This, this guy, I think he should probably be on a roster. 66 is too low. So, I yeah. yeah, I don't know your thoughts on Hagel there, but. I like the spot. And honestly, it really fits the bill of underrated because I don't think I've heard a single person ever other than maybe Steele, who's a dedicated <laughs> fantasy head, say anything about Brandon Hagel. And that's just because he's kind of that sneaky under the radar guy. He doesn't have a yeah. big name. He's not very flashy. He gets things done effectively in the minutes that are provided to him. And now look at him get a little bit more of an opportunity. Like you mentioned, Blake, with some elite players in Tampa Bay, who I think in general, this might be saying something about a team who has two cups in the rafters and a trip to the Stanley cup over the last three years. No one's talking about Tampa Bay this year and they better pay attention very quickly because also Toronto Maple Leafs fans, me being one of them, very excited about this season. There is a crash course coming between the Tampa Bay lightning and Toronto Maple Leafs again. And to yeah. me, I don't really care about what the Maple Leafs have done this year. The Tampa Bay lightning deserve to be a favorite. And a lot of it has to do with the depth scoring that you mentioned from Hagel I appreciate that very quickly. I think, Steele, should we do our – you want me to hit you with my second? You want to go? Should we go to break? This is I'm, – I'm fired up right now. You take it away, <laughs> my friend. I'll hit you with my third one, but quickly on Brandon Hagel. You know I was a little hard on him, you know, at the trade deadline and in the playoff because I don't Rightfully think he was performing so. at the time. But now, look, you got to keep an eye on Tampa Bay. They always do something at the trade deadline. Thank they you. go out and get Nicholas Paul. They go out and get Brandon Hagel. And they, those guys have been studs since, mm. you know – since pretty much getting acquired by them. So we definitely got to keep an eye on the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm looking at the rivals, though, of the Lightning right now. I, In my opinion, you know, maybe my list is a little bit bad right now, but I'm oh looking at goodness. Sam Ryan. Back-to-back episodes, bro. What Sam, are you drinking out there? Are you on that I'm BC butt out west? What's going on? I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Too much oh my over here, but I'm looking at Sam Reinhardt is underrated. And I know he's been a little <laughs> bit slow to the season, but, you know, a guy who I completely forgot yeah. that went second overall in the first round, uh, to the Buffalo Sabres, again, consistent 45, 60-point player a season. I know he had a career-high 82 points mm. last year, but that was mm. his ceiling, peak ceiling for him, falling a little bit down to where he normally is. And, you know, as of right now, I believe he has 40 points on the season or close to. He's going to finish again in that 55, 60-point range. By the end, the Florida Panthers score a ton of goals, and I don't mm. think he's – valued enough for what he does for the team net front presence a guy who always just parks his butt right in front of the goalie grabbing those rebounds does a little bit of the dirty work does a little bit of physical activity as well he's a great <laughs> presence on the power play 15 or 16 power play points on the season so i think he goes very undervalued in my opinion bit of a hard sell for me blake i don't know what you think about it i'm on the fence about this take he has produced though so I can't even fully disagree with what you're saying, Steele, because at the end of the day, we are looking for numbers, and he has been doing that. In my opinion, he might be properly rated. We're going to get a lot more from Blake after the break. We're going to get to big-time bets as well very quickly, Steele. Why don't you take us to break here? Because I got two more guys that honestly could be interchangeable this year. That's how good they are. But the fact that the guy that I have at number one is at number one is going to tell a lot about how good he is. 
I'll tell you what, my top two guys, I'm excited to see what Blake's uh, top guy is as well, but my top two guys are rightfully fit right now for the top I two think you and I have the same two, so why don't we get to break and then <laughs> no, we hear from definitely Blake. don't, but, the, you know, we got to thank our listeners Uh-oh. out there. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you go hit the subscribe, hit the follow button, flip, and I appreciate all the love and all the support out there. And once again, show some love to our special guest, Blake Creamer. A sports ethos production, the NHL Fantasy Today podcast, you know, a regular on Apples and Genos as well. Go show some love. Go follow him on all his socials too. Mm-hmm. Blake, I know, you know, I believe you said you had Tyler Toffoli or Troy Terry at number two. So who's your number one guy? Who are you looking at who's the most underrated right winger right now? Hit us, Blake. Oh. And the pressure's on right now, my friend. So you better be <laughs> careful. No, I'm kidding. Who do you got at number one? Oh, my goodness. Um, all right. I'll give you my number one. But I do want to quickly say uh, I absolutely agree with your take, Steele, about Sam Reinhardt. I love that player. I think, you know, he, uh, and to your point as well, Flip, I think, yeah, at, there was a lot of expectations coming into the season where he was kind of properly rated. And he just stunk. He had such a garbage first Mm -hmm. half that now that he's playing well, he's underrated. It's like people and people, he played so poorly for the first half of that season that people just got off the train. In fact, I picked him up off waivers. It doesn't even make sense. Uh, You know, like this man had 82 points last year, but now he's, now he's cooking eight points in the last five games. I think Reinhardt's going to crush for the last uh, second half of the season here. That's, that's my take there. All right. My number one, is a man named Arturi Lekkonen. All right? For the Colorado oh, Avalanche. Love this, it. Okay. I'm ready for guy, this explanation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy is an absolute unit. All right? Um, yeah. And, you know, his numbers, his offensive numbers aren't the same as some of the other guys. But this is the guy of these five guys that I would like on my team. And I have on a lot of my teams. All right? So, 34 points, 43 games. That goes with 15 goals, 19 assists. But 16 power play points. That is a little bit of all right, okay? So uh, one thing about Lekkonen, he is killing it uh, with his ice time. So last season, uh, yeah, and he had a good season, um, or you know, he was starting to have a good season, 15 yep. minutes average ice time. This season, 21-43 average ice time. And that hasn't wavered. That's over 43 games. This guy is getting a ton of deployment on in the top six on a really good team. All right. First off, right. That's so that guy needs to be rostered. No question. 73 too low mm-hmm. for Lekkonen, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting power play one. Okay. And his power play deployment is nuts. So, I mean, he's got last season, again, one minute average ice time on the power play this season, four minutes, just over four minutes with, with McKinnon, with, with all these guys. Right. So um, that's, I, I love Lekkonen for that, but it doesn't stop there. Like he, he bangs, he blocks, right? So cross-category mm, coverage. Okay. And, and I think personally, like Lekin is hot right now. He's doing very well. He's got four goals and one assist in his last five. It's um, true. You know, and Landeskog is coming back at some point, right? So there's going to be someone in the top six that moves down. But it's, I don't think it's going to be Lekin. I think it's going to be, you know, Evan Rodriguez or JT yeah. Comfort that's going to that's yeah. be moved, right? This guy is mm-hmm. still going to yeah. get top six deployment and likely t- uh, top power play on Colorado. I think the floor for this guy, 55 points. I think the ceiling, 70. I think he could get wow. 70 points. Obviously, he's got to do some work here. But this this yeah. guy's a beauty. I love Lekkonen. He passes the eye test to me. He's a great player. I appreciate everything that you just brought to the table. And actually, what I appreciate the most about all of your players, Blake, is that they are truly under the radar and underappreciated. And I kind of sold out a little bit with my top two guys, Steele. And I'm going to do this very quickly <laughs> because if you know me and you're thinking in my head, you know my top two guys. First of all, Both of these players, in my opinion, that I'm about to ream off 
are interchangeable at the most underrated at this position, despite how good they are. Number one, Alex Tuck's season is a special one. And no one's talking about it. And the fact that neither of you guys have Alex Tuck here at the number right, right wing position in top five, I'm questioning it a little bit, especially because he has two <laughs> less points than Mitch Marner. Two less points than Mitch Marner. And Mitch Marner is setting historic records. So a lot more respect needs to be put on Alex Tuck's name. That's number one. And number two, this player in Miko Rantanen has carried his team. And aside from Alexander Gorgiev, and you know, this is where I might take some heat. Rantanen might be properly rated. Dedicated hockey guys know how good Rantanen is, but others don't. And at 58 points this season, he is one of the best players in the NHL, and he definitely doesn't get the credit as such. He's not even getting paid as such. And if not for the bigger names on his team, and Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr and even Gabriel Landeskog, and last year even Nazem Kadri, this guy would be a superstar in any other market. And he has a beautiful season in the works, 32 goals and 26 assists. Both Alex Tuck and Miko Rantanen deserve to be at the top of this underrated right winger list in whatever yeah. fantasy format you want to break down. No, completely agree with that. I was going to have him on the list, but I didn't want to, you know, do another list where it's a That's little okay. bit debatable. And I think these are subjective well lists, baby. This is for they fun, are, right? Well, as long subjective. as we're pretty close, I'm with it. Very subjective list, but I think it goes great with uh, Blake's point with Arturi Lekkinen. You know, the yep. fact that Colorado has suffered so many injuries and, you know, it's really yes. been on the shoulders of Rantanen, but Lekkinen's been there to kind of help him push for it sure. along as well. Definitely underrated guys. I got two guys left. The top guys just for you, Flip. But Uh-oh. my second my second guy is Victor Arvidsson. I think he's very underappreciated. Deserves guy to be on this list. Deserves to be on it. Um, you know, a guy who either isn't drafted whatsoever or goes drafted in the last three rounds, which is an absolute steal. Mm-hmm. 33 points in 45 games. He's And that's struggling over the last five games as well. Zero points in his last five games. But he's on the second line. I love that second line for the LA Kings with Philip Deneau. And uh, now Alex Ayafalo, I think Kevin Fiala should be on that second line with mm. Dano and, and Arvidsson, which can yeah, get that them all going again. But we're talking about an LA Kings team that is top 10 in goals for this season. They scored Good a ton team. of goals. Victor Arvidsson is a guy who I love to pick up, a guy who I've picked up twice in two different fantasy leagues off the waiver wire. And again, like to Blake's point with guys who are rostered, he's only rostered at 56%, 58% right now. It should be a, definitely at least six, in the 60s, high 60s mm. for me. Um, and then my top guy, this one's Let's just for Flip because I know he loves this player so much. <laughs> Joe Pavelski of the Dallas Stars. He is the most <laughs> underrated right winger in the league. Flip, this one's just for you. 38 years old, 14 goals, 47 points in 49 games. I'm looking at the fantasy league that all three of us are in right now and the other fantasy league. He went drafted in the 10th and 11th round. And you're talking of, like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he gets drafted so late, and I know, you know, it's 38 years old, Flip. I know you don't like this guy a lot, but plus 33, second in the league. This guy is on the ice a ton, scoring on the top line, one of the best lines in the league as well. And just like I talked about with Sam Reinhardt, his bread and butter is right in front of the net, probably the best hand-eye coordination in the league right now. I'm not going to disagree with that. Goals. He is the most underrated right winger for sure, I and you, there's no way you can deny that, Flip. I... <laughs> I don't think many times I've put my hand on my head like that. Um, your list yesterday was questionable, Steele. I might have to rein you back in here. I don't know what's going on out west in BC. I, look, 
What do you that think, Blake? What do you think? What do you think in, of Pavelski? That's, in my definition, a bold take. Blake, what do that's you dumb. think? Oh, hey, Pavelski, man. This guy's ageless. And talk about consistency. Um, oh, I, I just keep goodness. waiting for him to fall off, and he's not doing it. You know, hey, what's, you. What, you, Flip, give me, give me, <laughs> what's your take on Pavelski? I want to hear this. What's, what's going on? The fact on? that you said, you know, that's a good point. And I've eaten some hat on saying he was going to fall off. And what Steele is saying about his production is a, like a spot on fact, but he's also playing with two amazing young players, you know, with Rupe Hints and Jason Robertson most of the time, right? He's so benefiting he does nothing from... himself. He does nothing himself. I'm not saying he does, dude. When you got guys on the list like even Alex DeBrincat, Mark Stone, Cole Caulfield, Riley Smith, like holy crow, we're not going to the Joe Joe Pavelski respect do i we don't even have enough time for in this episode for me to get to this <laughs> but the fact that you have him as the most underrated he's a hall of famer to me that means he's properly rated people know joe pavelski has been a stud this isn't the show the guy some love who needs more love show this is the guy like anyway anyway i don't hate it number one is bold blake thank you for being a part of today's episode that's the real <laughs> deal pleasure, man. make sure you go and check out blake like we said Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, his podcasts. Make sure you check out Apples and Genos as well. Thank you for joining us today, Blake. Really appreciate it. We got big time bets coming up in a second. We're here. Big time bets where the money is made. We're getting a little tight for time here on this mm. episode. So we're just going to rattle all three off with a little with less than explanation of them. I'll start us off. I'm going to take the Bruins on the money line plus 104 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. doesn't make any sense. If you're giving me plus odds on the Bruins who haven't lost more than nine or more than 10 games. Only uh, explanation you need to hear. Only explanation. Bruins money line plus 104. Penguins money line plus 100 against the Capitals. The last four games against these two teams, the road team has won. Penguins Mm. are on the road. I'm going to take that with a little trend action. Penguins money line plus 100. I know Tristan Jari isn't in the crease. My lock of the night, Predators money line plus sixteen plus one sixteen okay. against the Devils. Okay. The Predators, the Predators have won the last seven matchups against the New Jersey Devils. I think that's all you need to really hear. What was your second pick though, Steel, very quickly? Penguins on the money line plus one hundred. What you said about Tristan Jari does hold true, but Casey DeSmith has already been playing a lot of minutes in that crease for Pittsburgh, and he's been so-so. Yeah. That one I'd stay away from personally, Steele, but that's okay because I think you're going to like all three of my picks. When I looked at this Anaheim-Colorado situation, you know I've been <laughs> hammering Colorado with regularity. Yeah. There's no value here on the money line. Minus 300, minus 380. This is crazy. And then I wanted to take the puck line. Not feeling it. Rantanen. Talked him up at length. Anytime assists. He's gone cold a couple of games. Pointless in two in his career against the Ducks steal in 20 games. 11 goals. Nine assists. 20 points. Point per game player. Rantanen. Anytime assists. That's my first pick. The St. Louis Blues have not been good this year. But they get Krug back. They get Tarasenko back. They lose that game. Now they're back in the lineup with some regularity here. Playing in Arizona. Arizona has two wins out of their last nine or ten games. They are not playing good. Give me the Blues on the road with a decent odd at plus, or sorry, minus 150 right now. That might go down. Loving the Blues angle here. Getting healthy. Going to showcase some pieces ahead of the deadline steal. Some of these players want out of St. Louis, and that means they're going to get some wins. My lock of the night. 
It's one of the games that you're touching, but I'm not touching it in the same way. Hey, don't get away from me here. Lock of the night. Bruins at Tampa Bay under the number. This has all the makings of yeah. a playoff, even conference-type game between two teams that play each other tight. How about the last six trips against Boston between these two teams? Not trips. Between these two teams, six of eight gone under the number. This one's going to be a tight-checking close game. I might tease it up a little bit, Steele. It's at six right now. Six and a half might be more comfortable for me. But right now, I'm taking this under either way you slice it. And also, might be a random stat, seven of the last seven games of Tampa's against Eastern Conference opponents, way under the number. They play their inner conference opponents tight is what I'm trying to say. Give me this under six or six and a half. I'm good with it. Bruins, Tampa Bay, low scoring. I like the lock of the night, and thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are available Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. So hit the subscribe, hit the follow button on your favorite podcast platform. And thank you so much for being with us today for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow.